This I Work For Him podcast is brought to you by the Pocket Testament League. Visit ptl.org for practical resources and encouragement to help you share your faith. ptl.org. Now this week, as you're going to find out, Martha and I are on vacation. Yes, we're talking to you from vacation, which means people thinking, well, that's not really vacation if you're doing radio, Martha. Hey, it's kind of like we bring our listeners with us on vacation. Yes, it's kind of like you're an extra baggage for us. To, oh, oh, wow. That, that's a that different That didn't come across right, did it? Okay, I don't know. No, what, okay. no but, but we want people to experience a little bit yeah, of what we're experiencing. Back in May, we told everybody that no more of this summer faith drought syndrome where you unplug Jesus for the summer. We're not doing that anymore. And we wanted you guys to know that vacations can be lived out in intentionality. And so we brought our family up. We Everybody from Minnesota and from Iowa and from Florida and from Ohio, everybody coming together, meeting here at the Creation Museum and the Ark Encounter, and you're going to get to hear from all of them on one of a couple of shows, and you're going to hear from young to old uh, on their perspective on how awesome an experience it would be for you to bring your families here to Kentucky, just south of Cincinnati, to experience the Ark Encounter and the Creation Museum. We are right now on location in the Ark. And we're going to tell you lots more about it in just a minute. But Martha, tell people how they can get a hold of us and why we want them to call us. Well, Jim, the um, we want people to call our listener line. The I Work For Him listener line is 866-713-9675, 866-713-WORK. And why would you pick up your phone and call us on that number? Because we would like to hear from you. One of the things we are really striving to do is to make sure that we're addressing the things that you're um, experiencing in your workplace, maybe questions you have with a coworker or regarding a contract. Now, not the legal side, but what? how are you dealing with something from a biblical perspective? How are you allowing Christ to impact? How are you allowing your faith to shape your work? And that is the conversation that we are having every day on the air. And um, we want to involve our listeners in that conversation. So 866-713-9675 is the phone number. Remember, the message is only a minute long. So um, get ready to answer as soon as the um, the beep is there. Feel free to call back if you need to leave. If you're long-winded like I can be sometimes. And well, I'm happy to hear from you. Well, and keep, keep in mind when we get back from vacation, we'll be playing a lot of those messages at the beginnings of the show. So please give us some great things to talk about 866-713-WORK. So where in the world can you go to get the real story behind the creation of the earth and the story of the worldwide flood? Where can you go to truly understand the science behind creation and the logistics behind running an ark with all the kinds of animals on the earth? Where can you go to solidify your faith and be surrounded by people seeking truth about science and faith and the fact that those two do match together? You go to AnswersInGenesis.com. Or you can do what we're doing this week, taking the whole family on vacation to the Ark Encounter and the Creation Museum in Kentucky, just south of Cincinnati. This is a super great place for you and your family to enjoy yourself and really build up your faith too and learn some stuff that is counter to the fake news we've all been taught for the last 40 or 50 years. Hey, we're back with Patrick Kanuski, our great friend here at the Ark Encounter and the Creation Museum. He's our radio tour director as we come here on location, <laughs> as we are broadcasting from inside Noah's Ark today. Patrick is the director of Ministry and Media Relations for Answers in Genesis. Patrick Kanuski, welcome back to I Work For Him. It's great to see you, Jim, and you look pretty relaxed today with your shorts on and, and look like you're on vacation. Yeah, I am on vacation, <laughs> and I, well, I can't imagine wearing long pants in the middle of July in in 
Kentucky. I mean, I know you get air conditioning inside the arc, which that I got a little issue with that. I wanted to talk to you about that. You kind of miss the genuine experience by having air conditioning. I don't think anybody's arc. complaining. I, I think nobody would experience the genuine experience if we didn't have air conditioning. So. Yeah, you know, Jim, there's a point where authentic and practicality... I think we're missing a little of the authenticity. Okay, well, if you would like to experience... I mean, really, the 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 air fresher should be the manure smell, (laughs) a little hay smell. We do have live animals that are on the ark for periods of the day. So right. they He can go hang out with them if he feels... That's exactly right. They add some aroma. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Okay. All right. So, uh, Patrick, in order for our listeners to get to know you a little bit better, now it's been... Because it's been... Gosh, it's been 16 months since we were here last with you. Talk to us about how you have seen the Lord work in your life recently. Personally, how's he working in you? Oh, man. Well, uh, I think the last time you guys were here, I was probably in charge of training or something like mm-hmm. that. I was the director at the ARC before, and they kind of fleeted me up a bit to be the director of PR, Ministry and Media Relations. And Excellent. It's just really broadened my horizons. I've never done anything like this before. I mean, I did interviews every once in a while when I was in the military, but nothing like this. This mm-hmm. is where, uh, you know, we're organizing. Uh, the folks come to us who want to have interviews and want to come visit and all that, but it's organizing the, the calendar and, you know, having the sound bites down properly and, making sure everybody's cared for. And it's uh, it's been really awesome, really awesome. So I'm here at the Ark Encounter. My uh, office is actually at the Creation Museum, so I'm back and forth. So it's... You put a lot of, tru- a lot of miles on that big silver truck. <laughs> Call that the silver bullet, I imagine. Yeah, so that's great. Uh, so the, the, the media relationship, when we first came and saw you over two and a half years ago, one of the things you said to us at the end of the day, was you guys could come back anytime because you guys were nice. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and so the media relations, the, the PR guy, he, he, this is not an easy job. I mean, sometimes you get people in here that don't necessarily agree. Um, that's few and far between, actually. It is. Folks that want to spend the time to come here because it's a little out of the way. Uh, the, the Christian museums are more accessible. But they, they're really curious about the message. Mm-hmm. So they... they if they're coming here, they're going to put that message on air or they're going to put that message in print or on TV, and they have to they have to kind of stand up to that. So if they're going to come here and do an interview, they're probably on our side. So we get few and far between folks that come here and, and would Skype at us. It, it just didn't make any sense. You're not getting any of that. Well, but, and, but that's what's cool. I mean, you guys are mm-hmm. actually bringing truth out there. And you even had fake news about you know, stuff. I mean, you're you're getting a little bit of it, and we're not going to bring that stuff up today. But the fake news <laughs> I, that was hilarious. That happens all the time. the The atheists are out there, and they're finding any kind of excuse to to poke a hole at things. Uh, we get um, Freedom from Religion Foundation. That's a group that's up north of here. You get the, um, <laughs> which is actually a religious organization because they are religious zealots about what they do. Right, mm-hmm. atheism is a religion, and but they're 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 poking holes at us whenever they can they they deal a lot with numbers which you know we don't publish our our true numbers there are numbers out there for ticket sales and all but i mean the fact of the matter is that our numbers have increased for the arc the numbers have increased since we opened in july of 2016 we've had over a million people here every year and the numbers are going higher but they'll they'll poke holes at that saying that hey look you know the Parking lot's empty, and you guys are, are losing it and stuff. But 
the parking lot is monstrous, but yet you have a ton of people coming out here, and it's super easy to get to. I mean, right off 75, I mean, literally from our door to here, you just take, it's like two turns, and you're here from, from all the way from Very Fort accessible. Myers. It's they just They just redid the exit for the uh, off of Interstate 75, so it's super easy to get here. Did it's they make all... you pay for that, or did they? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> All right, so talk to us about the greatest part about your job. I mean, you, you work inside. I mean, you spend days inside the ark that God gave the design to Noah mm-hmm. four-plus thousand years ago, and you guys have recreated the experience. You get to spend time inside the Creation Museum, which has got dinosaurs. It's got I mean, it, it, two incredible mm-hmm. um, uh, just uh, attractions. How do you see God in your day-to-day? Well, I'm going to correct you on something you said a little bit earlier. You talked about stories. These are not stories here. These are the biblical accounts. Right. When you when you go to the Creation Museum, you see the biblical account of creation. When you come to the Ark Encounter, you see the biblical account of Noah and the flood and what happened to his family, what happened before, what happened during, and what happened after the flood. So these are biblical accounts. This is history, which is really, to me, that's the, the great part. But where I get the most joy is when I see people's look on their faces. When they first see the ark, when I'm on a bus or something coming around the corner and they first see the ark, or they come inside and they see how the, the ark is built, just the look on people's faces and their reaction when they're finished. I'll ask them a lot of times, hey, what did you think? What was your favorite part? And they're, they're scratching their head. They cannot determine what the favorite part is because it's all so mm-hmm. compelling. Come out to the Ark and the Creation Museum. It's 500 miles from the majority of the population in the country, and literally was only about 15 hours for us to drive from Florida. It's just south of Cincinnati. Really excited to be able to share it. Now, is it right in tune with everything we talk about on iWork Rim? Yes, because if you're going to live out your faith, you need to know where your faith is based on, and we are experiencing history right here at the Ark. We really are, Jim. So we've been kind of priming our um, social media people, letting them know that this is coming. So if you um, follow us on Facebook or Instagram over the next couple of days, we will share a little bit, not so much about, well, who knows what we'll share. <laughs> so just just watch for it because I just want people to, you know, this is one of the things, when you go somewhere and you experience a situation where you're like, I just want other people to experience the same thing. That's the conversation that we're having. It's not, um, we just want to invite people in. I've had so many comments on Facebook already of people going, you know, we've been there or we want to go there. You're going to love it. You know, whatever those comments are because people are getting more and more people are learning about it, Patrick, and they're mm-hmm. learning that this is a great opportunity. Hey, so where in the world can you go to get the real story behind the creation of the earth and the story of the worldwide flood? All of those answers are available at AnswersInGenesis.com. We got Patrick Kanuski with us today. He's the Director of Ministry and Media Relations for Answers in Genesis, and he's you have these two incredible locations for them the creation museum and the ark encounter arkencounter.com creationmuseum.org patrick kanuski tell us what in the world is answers in genesis all about oh well (laughs) bottom line is uh we we present the gospel Mm -hmm. when folks come to our attractions they they're gonna they're gonna hear the gospel we proclaim the word of god and the gospel and that's that's the bottom line we um we don't make any bones about what the what God's word is and it's the word from the very first verse the very first word in Genesis 1 1 all the way through the Bible we don't discount any part of it Um, unfortunately uh, 
preachers these days, churches are eroding the word and not talking about everything that's in the word because they don't want to offend anyone or they don't want to, I don't know if it's about numbers or what. I'm, I can't speculate there, mm-hmm. but we don't equivocate. We, we go from Genesis 1-1 from the very first verse all the way through and a literal interpretation, not, oh, well, maybe it means this or it could mean that. It's a literal interpretation. So that's what you are going to see at the Creation Museum and the Ark Encounter. And people warm up to that. Because it's so confusing, well, what do I believe? Do I believe it this way? Do I believe it that way? I heard it this way from one preacher. I heard it that way from another periodical or a book or something. So how do you keep it, how do you keep it all balanced? We just say, hey, here's the truth from the very first verse. Hmm. I love it. You've got a great job because you're surrounded by, I mean, I, I just look at the architecture. Yes, Martha, I'll let you talk here in a second. Uh, <laughs> but we, when we walk into the ark, I mean, this was a design that God gave Noah. Mm-hmm. And, and on the outside, it's the, the dimensions that God gave Noah. On the inside, right. the biblical account doesn't, the, the biblical histor- historical account, I want to make sure, Patrick can, uh, corrected me earlier today. I said it was a story, which to me means the historical account, but I don't want to make sure we say it right. Yeah, be clear. That, that God didn't tell Noah and his sons, I mean, it, do, it doesn't, it's not written down what's the inside to be. Mm-hmm. And that's what you guys have designed, the engineering behind how would eight people have taken care of 1,400 kinds of animals for over a year and feed and water them and get fresh air. And I mean, it, it's mm-hmm. incredible. There's not a lot of detail in the Bible about it. There are the dimensions. God also told Noah in Genesis to build a door on the side of the ark, and he said, build a window on top of the ark and that's mm-hmm. about it so what we did is we enlisted the help of a ancient ship design expert the world-renowned ancient ship design expert happens to be australian but uh he he told us hey ships this large back then based on historical accounts uh archaeological finds and writings would have been this kind of shape we have three keels on the ark there is a protrusion on the bow of the ark, which helps the ark. It would have helped the ark back then right itself, so it went in the direction. It went with the wind, kind of like a, the feathers on, a, uh, on an arrow. It helps the arrow go straight and in the right direction. Mm-hmm. So that sail, what I call it a sail, protrusion on the bow of the ark, uh, would have helped the ark go with the wind, so it went with the waves, smoother ride, more stability, things like that. Because there's probably some big ways. I mean, what I loved yesterday, it, it, when we went to the Creation Museum, it was the uh, the fact that you got you got some. Well, you got some, well let's talk about the Creation Museum for a minute. We're, we're inside the Ark Encounter, but you got the Ark Encounter and the Creation Museum. Yeah. So, Patrick, I actually before we get there, Jim, okay, I want to back up just okay. a little back bit because we have not mentioned the name of Ken Ham, and mm. I think that helps people to kind of connect it all together because mm. they may have heard his name or they may have heard answers in Genesis, they may have heard of one of the um, attractions. But why don't you just bring that all together for our listeners because they may you know to get that big picture. Sure. Ken Ham uh, is the CEO founder. Uh, there's two other co-founders that were with him, but. Ken Ham's Australian, came from Australia to the San Diego area and started working for the Institute for Creation Research, ICR, which, which is in San Diego, uh, in 1987. And then he met his two buddies, uh, Mark Loy and Mike Zovath, and they said, hey, we want to get, we want to branch off, we have a different idea, 
we want to have a creation museum somewhere. We want to get this ministry going. So they did a little demographic study and determined that this area, Cincinnati area, is within two-thirds. Um, it's within a day's drive of two-thirds of the population. So they moved here with their families, got a small uh, storefront office. Ken started on a speaking tour. They created a magazine. They started getting a lot of support. And Ken, when he was a science teacher back in Australia, always wanted to have a creation museum where people could come, especially children, could come and see what is the biblical account of creation, not what some museum thinks it might be. So they started getting support. One thing led to another. And in Petersburg, Kentucky, which is a couple exits west of the airport in, uh, up near Cincinnati, uh, that Creation Museum opened in 2007. So that's been open for 12 years. And, and you guys just put in a 4D theater up yes. there. Got to experience that. Fantastic. Yeah, it's awesome. State-of-the-art. You're going to have a 3D movie. You put these special glasses on that are actually battery-powered. They're re- reusable glasses, which is the latest in technology. You see a 3D movie, and then your chair does stuff to you. There's lights and you know the strobes and fans and all kinds of things in the room, so it becomes a 4D experience. But and not- I'm just going to say I'm very thankful that when <laughs> they created all the animals that there wasn't anything like down by my feet because yeah. I was a little nervous <laughs> about that. But um, the 4D is really, it just takes it up a notch. But um, and, and we don't want to give all that away, but then no. people can listen tomorrow. We'll talk about the Creation Museum, That's right, Chip? right, absolutely. It's so fantastic. As, as our kids and our grandkids got to experience it, it's really, really cool. We have one grandson that is totally into science, mm. and, and we got him answers in Genesis Magazine for like his eighth birthday. Like he was getting the magazine, you know, 10 years awesome. ago. Uh, so, okay, so you have this workplace. How many employees do you guys have here? Well, at the, we're at the peak of our season right now okay. because we have tons of guests coming through. So you need extra employees. So between the ARC and the Creation Museum, our back offices, we do have a staff that creates a magazine. We have mm-hmm. uh, publications that are getting m- mailed out all the time. We have a design center, uh, you know, big warehouse where all of our things are stored and all that. And that's where our mailings go from. So between all those things, uh, there's about 1,200 employees and you have things like animal keepers or whatever right. i mean they're you know it's yeah. not security it's not all organizational administrative you sure. know there and you of course all of the wonderful greeters the camel walkers yesterday were really <laughs> hot <laughs> it, it was a hot day it was a hot day yeah. and they were working hard walking camels yes. with people on top of the camels mm-hmm. the camels weren't complaining they thought it was okay yeah camels are good uh, almost in any climate actually some of our camels are leased and for the winter they go to Wisconsin. Wow. Hey, Does why that make not? Any sense? <laughs> I think they, they go to a warehouse. They must. That's but they're hilarious. hardy no matter what the climate. So you don't do camel rides in the middle of winter here in Kentucky? Uh, we, we scale back a little bit, yes. Yeah, you don't need as many. <laughs> well, don't. Then I'm, I got to tell the audience, the camel rides, absolutely a must do at the Creation Museum. Martha had a great time. I watched her. Check out my Facebook profile. I changed my picture. <laughs> Martha. <laughs> Things I never thought I would do when he woke up yesterday. <laughs> you never heard Martha say, I'm going to ride a camel. All right, we're talking with Patrick Kanuski here at the Ark Encounter, eliminating the summer faith drought syndrome, incorporating our faith and our vacation. Check it out online, arkencounter.com. 
creationmuseum.org and it's answersingenesis.com as well, right? Answersingenesis.org. It's answersingenesis.org. Don't want to screw that up because I don't want to get corrected again because I already got in <laughs> deep trouble with Patrick already today. We'll be right back with I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg from The Ark Encounter in Williamstown, Kentucky. Check it out online, arkencounter.com. Also this week, you're going to hear from us about the Creation Museum online, creationmuseum.org. All of this put together by answersingenesis.org. If you want your family to really understand the biblical account of creation, the biblical account of the flood, which really shaped the world that we know it today, you need to get connected to this organization. This will help build up your faith in all of your life and especially at work. That's right. So, Patrick, we were talking in the last segment a little bit about the workplace and how many employees you guys have between the organizations and all of the different things that they do. How How is the gospel able to penetrate the employees here? Because I know that's a big part of your message. Oh, sure. Well, first of all, we hire uh, folks who sign a statement of faith. Okay. If they can't sign the statement of faith, you know, if, if they're not going to church, then they're not hireable. Mm-hmm. Um, so people start their day in prayer, which is really cool. We, the staff up at the Creation Museum, and we pipe this into the various organizations. On, on Tuesday and Thursday morning at 8.30, we have chapel time mm-hmm. where we'll have speakers come in and, uh, or somebody to entertain like a, um, a Christian band or, or some kind of organization like that. They come up and talk, and, or Ken Ham will talk. Or we'll have some member of the staff give us an update on what the latest and greatest is at, at both attractions. So it really, we really do emphasize the the spiritual aspect of uh, of life for our employees. So that you know where everybody's coming from, mm-hmm. which is really a cool thing. I, when I was in the Marine Corps, I knew where everybody was coming from there too, because we're all indoctrinated into the the Marine Corps way of doing things. But here, everybody is is um, obviously of the same mind as well. You know, and it, it, it's an important distinction from the fact that sometimes we're interviewing people or talking to people in their workplace where they're not, their work is not presenting the gospel like it is here it, through Answers in Genesis. Mm-hmm. So um, it's a very important first step that you are vetting those employees because they are then becoming the gospel to everybody who walks in the doors. So what kinds of um, permission or what kinds of um, uh, latitude do your employees have as far as the conversation around the gospel? Um, Really none, because uh, that's not their job. Their job here is to make the guests, the, the, the folks who come here comfortable. You know, the exhibits speak for themselves. Um, If, Mm -hmm. if an employee was to share their faith with somebody I guess they would do that in, on their off time. Okay. So we don't we don't allow that during the workday. And and you know you make a really great distinction there because when someone does come here, everything about the Ark Encounter, the Creation Museum, is so intentional. Um, I think that's a really great point. So as much as you expect them to have a foundational relationship with Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. they. They let the they let the surroundings and what has been designed speak the gospel. Mm-hmm. That's and people awesome. see Christ in yeah. them through their attitude sure. and the way they handle themselves yep. and the way they're dressed and everything else. Well, and, and w- the customer service around here is fantastic. Mm. And you know what I love best is that this is. I a, know what he's gonna say. <laughs> that this is a Pepsi place. There's Mountain Dew. <laughs> there's Mountain Dew everywhere. I just, I just that, that is just such an encouragement to me. I just want you to know that. All right. That, that's not, <laughs> 
But how do you, I mean, 1,200 employees during the summertime, that's a lot of people. Mm -hmm. How do you make sure that those employees are feeling the love of Christ at the same time as they're trying to make every customer feel that same love as well, Mm -hmm. every guest that comes? What kind of intentionality is built into the management of these people? Well, uh, it's the managers, the, you know, the directors, the managers, the supervisors, they're all the, the permanent folks have been doing this for years and they, they get it. So the temporaries that come in, uh, they're able to see that light in those permanent folks and they, they just, you know, it's contagious. Mm. It, it, it's phenomenal. So let's talk just for those listeners that might be just tuning in. Let's talk about the, the two attractions. The Ark Encounter and the Creation Museum. Now, you said the Creation Museum was uh, was open first opened in two thousand and seven. Yes. What when somebody drives all the way up to Petersburg, Kentucky, to see the Creation Museum? What is it? What are they going to experience? Well, first of all, they they park in a brand new parking lot because mm-hmm. the the guest population at the Creation Museum has exploded since the Ark opened. Uh, there's you know. From the highest numbers that we ever had at the Creation Museum, that's been blown out of the water. Right. Because there's over 500,000 folks coming per year to the Creation Museum. So we had to build a new parking lot. So the ticketing is out there close to where you get out of your vehicle. You walk through these massive gardens, Mm -hmm. beautiful gardens. Amazing. uh, Just world class. Even uh, in two years, they've improved even more. Yeah, it's just really beautiful out there. There's a, a petting zoo out there. There's a br- brand new playground for kids that's out there by uh, in the garden area. And then you get to the museum itself. And the, the first third of the museum is under renovation right now. We're building new exhibits for uh, that first third of the, uh, of the museum. We're making it more relevant. It was getting a little tired, so we, we ripped it out. And um, you're gonna, when that opens, projected right now for November, uh, to have that reopening for the first third, you're going to see uh, just the gospel portrayed uh, as you're going in. What's man's word versus God's word? What does the Bible say about uh, evolution? Things like that. So that's all going to become uh, just a beautiful place. And then you get into the seven C's of history. Creation, corruption, uh, catastrophe, I have the picture on my phone. <laughs> it's Christ cross awesome. consummation. There so you, you got go. the seven C's, and it's just, it's really awesome yeah. uh, how that's displayed. So you get the gospel, you get the history of man in a nutshell. So, but, you know, you just mentioned, you know, here's what man says, here's what the scriptures say. Right. That is so helpful because on each each little picture at the Creation Museum, that's what it says on there. Okay, here's what God, here's what man is saying, the fake news, and here's the reality of it. Yet some of what man is saying, there's there's sometimes there's always a, like a little bit of truth in there, but not the whole truth. I mean, sometimes mm-hmm. there is the, the, there's some in there. That, and I think something we learned from you the last time we were here at the Ark Encounter is that every world religion has some account of a global flood. Yes. Yet scientists today don't really like to talk about that because that's an inconvenient truth to them. That's one of those mm-hmm. things that they don't like to talk about. So talk about the Ark Encounter. We're sitting inside Noah's Ark right now, um, a, a replica. Obviously, Noah's Ark, we haven't found the, the remnants of Noah's Ark, whether it still exists, buried under ice, or whether it just deteriorated over thousands of years just because of wood rot. Mm. This is a replica, but why build a scale Noah's Ark? It's compelling. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, people just want to, if you come out and you see this, it's 510 feet long, 300 cubits long, 510 feet long, 
51 feet high, 84 feet wide. What was that? Uh, it's part of history. What did that ship look like? So people are just curious to see what it looks like. And as they're being fed what it's all about, how did the, you know, God brought the animals, what's an animal kind, how many animals did that equate to, how did the family take care of them? As they're getting all those practical things, they're also, they're getting the word, they're getting the gospel. So um, it's, it's just compelling what they see. That's what people really take away from here, too, because I'll ask them, well, what was your favorite part? And they can't nail it mm -hmm. down. There's like, it's the whole thing. Mm -hmm. It's the experience. And what makes this place so great is the quality of the exhibits, the quality of the craftsmanship that was put into this. Because, you know, especially if you're a Christian organization, a, a Christian attraction, if, if it's not quality, folks are going to poke holes at it. The word will get it out that it's not good value. It's not what you want to spend your money on. You know, that's really the bottom line. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're going to go on vacation, where are you going to go? What do you want to see? you want to see the truth or do you want to see fantasy? I, I, so let's talk about that. Let's talk about what kinds of actual impact are you hearing from the guests that come through the ARC and, some and the people, Christian Museum? Some people are in tears, mm -hmm. uh, honestly. They're, they're like, hey, you know, I brought my family here. I didn't really know what to expect. It's exceeded our expectations. You guys presented it so well. You know, some of the practical things that aren't in the Bible that we had to deal with, mm -hmm. you know, about fresh air and the water and how do you get rid of waste and things like that. So we try to answer questions that people might have before they even have the question. Right. And they're just, a lot of them are just so moved by this and they thank us. They thank us, thank us for, hey, thanks for presenting this truth and, and just being steadfast in the way you, way you do things. At the Creation Museum, I was, you know, we've been there with you before a couple of years ago, but I've never been there with grandchildren. Okay, we've got two teenage grandkids, and one of them brought along a friend, and we're sitting in the insect exhibit, which I didn't spend that much time in it because Martha's really not much into bugs. <laughs> and I don't really like bugs, but when they're behind a glass window, that's okay. I'm, I'm okay and with bugs. Dead. When they're, and they're dead. <laughs> and they're dead. glass window, it was okay. But the interactive professor that's in mm -hmm. the insect display, mm -hmm. we watched every presentation. And in fact, our oldest daughter, she goes, I thought he was real at first. I walked in there and then I looked at him like, okay, it's not real. But he, I mean, the interactive displays, you've got those all over both mm -hmm. museums, all over both attractions. Right. The animatronics are, are world-class. That, that guy in there in the insectorium, he's been around for a long time. But the animatronics here at the ARC, that's state-of-the-art. We actually did some 3D imaging of some of the movies that we have here that we have Noah. Mm -hmm. um, Which that are three, excellent. Yes, those are really good. There's a Noah interview, and then there's, as in the days of Noah, more modern version. Uh, but the, the animatronic, the 3D imaging that was done from the movies, so it looks like the guy that's in the movie almost. It's really good. And, and they're well done. A lot of animatronics, you know, the, like the mouth's not synced and stuff like that, but it's... It's, and, and the animals that are portrayed here, too, in the cages. There's not a whole lot of cages here because we needed to concentrate more on the education part of what's going on with the, uh, the global, uh, global flood account. But the, the animals that are in the cages, we, our artisans made those. Yeah. So it took them years to make these things. They're just beautiful. Any, any museum uh, you would want to see, it's, it's world-class stuff. 
It really is. So again, we're just really wanting to intrigue you listeners to um, think about this opportunity to bring your family, bring yourselves, bring friends, do a tour. I mean, there's so many opportunities, but come to Kentucky and um, do something that you will not regret. Yeah, live out with some intentionality in your vacation. Patrick Canusi, a lot of fun. Really appreciate your time here at the Ark Encounter, the Creation Museum. Hey, lots more. Uh, ArkEncounter.com, creationmuseum.org, all of it headed by AnswersInGenesis.org. Super excited for you to connect with these organizations. You're listening to Our Work Print Radio Show as we've been talking with Patrick Kanuski about the Ark Encounter and the Creation Museum. To learn more about them, check out their websites, arkencounter.com, creationmuseum.org. And yes, we're going to find out more about Patrick Kanuski and as well the Ark Encounter and the Creation Museum as Martha and I take our family on vacation in Kentucky this summer. And we wanted you guys to experience some of that. How does this all fit into I Work For Him? Well, you tell me. We all go on vacation. How do we live out our vacation? We talk about it every day. How does your faith and your work connect? We talk about that all the time. How about your faith and your vacation? Because one of the things I've seen over the last 40 years of walking with the Lord is a lot of people put their faith on vacation on a shelf all summer long. They stop going to Bible study. They stop going to church. They take every weekend off and they go somewhere. Well, how about if you're going to take a vacation, building your faith in with intentionality on vacation? You know, Jim, I was just thinking about that. One thing, just that first step in the conversation in the workplace is how many people ask you, hey, where'd you go on vacation? How great of an open door that is right there for you to be able to say, well, actually, we went to Kentucky or we're planning to go, whatever the conversation might be before or after, and really open the door and be like, oh, I haven't heard about that. Well, let me show you, let me whatever, you know, and if they buy the DVDs, I mean, it's endless resources that you can take home with you and even consume ahead of time. People can go to answersingenesis.org and really prepare so that when they come here, they can even know more about what they're experiencing. But um, also just the, um, you were talking about the summer faith drought syndrome. And one of the things that um, over the years we've kind of experienced is when we go on vacation, like finding a church to go to while we're on vacation. And I just want to give a shout out because as we were making, trying to make sure this was intentional, um, our family decided to do home church this weekend and getting to spend that time very intentionally sharing from our hearts, sharing what God's doing. Really, it was very precious, something you would not experience um, in any other situation. And so I just want to encourage people, don't think that everything, you know, this whole thing about putting your faith on a shelf in the summer, you know, we just, we want to encourage people, be intentional. It's going to look different, but it's going to be very, very worthwhile. Yeah, we asked them two questions. I sent the text message to our kids first thing in the morning on Sunday as we arrived up here and I said, okay, I want you to ask, answer this question. How have you seen the Lord work in your life recently? And who do you relate to in the Bible who, what biblical character, <laughs> what biblical historical character do you relate to? And that created some phenomenal conversation. Hey, we're talking with Patrick Kanuski. Back to Patrick. So listen, Patrick, when you grew up, did you ever have a dream that you'd work inside Noah's Ark all the rest of your life? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. I mean, uh, I was in the military for 33 active years and um, just had no idea what I was going to do afterwards. Um, I you were thinking about, retirement. I mean, like, what's retirement uh, looking obviously like? Obviously, retirement, but I'm not going to sit around on a rocker at home right. on the front porch. It was no way, especially in Florida. Yeah, because you can't sit on the front porch <laughs> all summer long. 
So uh, I did. I did get uh, hired at one point at a community college to teach math, and the Lord was saying, "You know what? That's great. I'm glad you got accepted, but you're not going to do that." So I, I hooked up with a friend of mine, a Christian friend, who happened to be in the Marine Corps many years ago, and and we had a home renovation business. And January of 2016. I texted Mike Zovath, one of the co-founders. We had become friends, and I said, hey, Mike, just in the text, I said, hey, you know, I know you're opening the Ark this year. I hope everything's going well. And he called me a half hour later, and he says, I think you need to come up here and help us build the Ark. Mm. I'm like, what? So I had a family conference in about 30 <laughs> seconds, and uh, I got in my truck, and I came up here, and, and then the family joined later, but what a great experience to be part of this organization. So you came up here before it was even done. Yes, sir. I was here. The ends of the arc were not on. The curved areas were not on. It wasn't heated. It was nine degrees when I got here from Ooh, Florida. You're like, what did I do? Yeah. Discovered that the <laughs> truck's heater didn't work. <laughs> Something you never knew in Florida. <laughs> I never knew it. Never used it. So uh, it, it's been a great experience. Really, super people to work with. So let's talk about just some inside information on the Ark Encounter. So this, you when we were here a couple of years ago, uh, the building was here, but you guys have added a new like mm. conference center thing. Talk about this. Yes, the Answer Center has exploded our capability here at the Ark Encounter. It's really a tremendous place. Thirty-six thousand square foot auditorium it seats 2500 people there's a 10,000 square foot uh, lobby on the front of it and a full basement as well so a 36,000 square foot i think you could do basement. basements in kentucky but you actually got a basement <laughs> oh on the yeah okay there's babies in kentucky no problem uh, so that's going to be for classrooms and breakout areas there's a, a small area there for warehousing uh, so i'll take you in there uh, later on today show you around a little bit but the what we do at the Answer Center is just tremendous. It opened in April of this year, just a few months ago. Mm -hmm. We had two conferences right away. We had a women's conference and an Easter conference there. Just tremendous response uh, for both of those conferences. And every day we show movies, we have live speakers, um, we have concerts, we have a kid's time where we have an animal time with kids and, animal and uh, kids' concerts every day. So that's really been a tremendous... So somebody could spend their whole day over there. You, you can spend a lot of time over there. And there's a brand new, this has been open about a month, maybe a little bit more than a month, uh, Kids Playground. It's an all-accessible playground. So families with little kids, families with big kids, mm. even families without kids, mm -hmm. retirees, there's something for everybody There's something here. for everybody. And now since there's so much to do, your park pass actually gives you a second day pass also for the grounds. So if, you, if you're at the Ark uh, and you didn't get to see all the speakers, you didn't see the concert, you didn't get to play on the playground, you didn't go to the zoo, you didn't do the zip line, you didn't eat enough or whatever, <laughs> if that's you possible. can come back the second day and for a park pass. It doesn't include going on the Ark and seeing the exhibits, but it's a park pass and, and uh, it's very popular. That's awesome. So I hope that we just intrigue people, Jim, in this conversation and um, in, invite them to check out the website, look at it for themselves, do a little bit of research, get some of the resources so that their family can be starting to have a conversation. Jim just wrote me a note about food. You want to talk about how good the food is? Oh <laughs> we need to talk about so food. You guys have quite an amazing um, 
I don't know, dining room. The is buffet. that what you call it? The M. buffet. Zara's buffet. That restaurant M. is. Zara's buffet. We have to talk about M. Zara. M. Zara's buffet is, is killer. I mean, it is absolutely. It's 1,500 seats to begin with. As near as we can tell. 1,500 seats. Yes. It's the largest. As near as we can tell, it's the largest seating capacity restaurant in the United States. So That's wait till amazing. you see this place. Yes. It's, the second story is all seating and has balcony and, and porch seating. Uh, it's a great venue. There's an awesome world-class taxidermy display inside of it on the first deck. Yeah. And the food is phenomenal. It's all fresh. We, you know, we fry our own chicken. None of it's just heated up or, you know, taken out of the freezer and microwave. This is really fresh good food. So plan on having a meal here while you're mm-hmm. here. Take that time. And I do, I actually, um, how do I say this without, uh, I didn't mind sitting there next to a bunch of animals while I was eating my meal. I mean, it was pretty cool. Are you talking to about see Jim? The taxidermy. You're not talking about Jim, are you? <laughs> well, no, but the, the animals that are around mm-hmm. there, I mean, they're taxidermy, brilliantly world done. Class. They're beautiful. And what a great thing to have those for people to just get a little bit more of the experience. So, yeah, I mean, so it, I mean, people could come here and experience so much and and you've got a zoo expansion coming up here at the Arctic counter right so we're all gonna... the animals around the ark you're the two by two you've got them out in the in the zoo area <laughs> it's not just two by two though right jim well because there's well, seven they... of some seven or seven pair depending on the translation you look right. at seven so of seven pairs of probably. the clean kind right and then two of each of the uh, unclean so the zoo is going to expand it's going to open this summer it's doubling the size of the zoo, so there's extra experiences. There's going to be a kangaroo and emu walkabout. So you actually walk through this area where the kangaroo and emu are coexisting. They put them together for the first time last week. And How'd it go? Oh, my goodness. They were running. I've never seen animals run that fast. They were running around, sniping at each other and stuff. It was really tremendous. But So that's going to be a great experience. There's going to be a lemur exhibit. There's going to be a sloth exhibit. Well, that'll be a fast mover. Yeah, really fast moving animals. Super uh, there's going to be an animal actor stage, an outdoor animal actor stage that's covered. There's going to be a, uh, a goat mountain, so the goats can actually go up this rocky mountain nice. looking place and, and uh, be in their habitat. Speak to the audience. You have 30 seconds. Tell them why they should make sure that this is a destination for their family. Well, actually, this uh, Northern Kentucky's been dubbed the Christian vacation location in the United States. It's, it's, I mean, there's a tremendous amount of things to do here mm-hmm. and see. And if you want to come to a place where it's not fantasy, it's the truth. Right. I mean, what better way to spend your time? Not fantasy. It's the truth. I like that's a great tagline. <laughs> is that the tagline? It's not the tagline. It's Genesis one one is the tagline. Patrick Kanuski. Thank you so much for hosting us again here at the Ark Encounter. Great to see you guys again. A lot of fun. <clears throat> Please check them out online. ArkEncounter.com, CreationMuseum.org, AnswersInGenesis.org. Phenomenal experience. Just stay tuned because all most of the week you're going to hear from us and our kids as we have experienced these uh, whole attractions. And watch social media. I'll maybe have Jim a little bit in action. That's right. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I, I work, work for him. him.